When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Association at this station. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Reavers and or rookie. Yes, sir. Uh, see if you can find out what street that van was on in Toronto. The name of the street. Mm. They got some wonderful gathering areas and neighborhoods, Greek, mm-hmm. Greek town, and all kinds of different uh, areas there. Where people Isn't Toronto are, home tonight, you know. too? Yep, Boston at Toronto, 6 o'clock. Uh, in hockey? Yeah, yep. I wonder. They're, they're, Boston uh, leads three games to two. Will they uh, delay it? I wonder. I don't know. They also have basketball series coming back home because mm-hmm. uh, they're 2-2 with uh, Washington. They, I don't know when they play again, probably. Is Milwaukee still days. alive? Yeah, they just tied it. Uh, they held on gamely against the Celtics after blowing a big lead. They ended up winning by two. Oh, then there was the controversy in Milwaukee that some taco joint wouldn't seat the Greek freak. A tentacumbo. Wouldn't let him in. Yep. Too tall? I don't know. No, they just they just they didn't serve him. They just let him stand there for ten minutes or because whatever. they thought what? No, that they just didn't pay any attention to him. Well, they didn't know their basketball. Exactly. Kind of like the Krabby Coffee Shop. Yeah, they just would no, let it. Uh, you have to get up there. Six foot eleven guys. We serve them immediately. Joe, I got your information. What's the street? A spokesperson for Toronto Police said the white van left the road near Yonge Street and Young Street. It's yeah. a very Y-O-N-G-E. famous. Y O N G E. Yeah, Y O N G E. It's yeah. a very famous street there. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a gathering spot along bars, restaurants, uh, shops. Uh, and Finch Avenue West, and continue yeah. down the sidewalk, yeah, striking Young, Young Street is their uh, Young Street is their okay. go-to. Uh, you know, uh, what kind of wide? Damn, near might wide be street. the Nicollet Mall type thing. Yes, only much busier. Yeah. You know, much busier than not much busier than either of these downtowns would ever uh, dream of being. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything in the Twin Cities that could be comparable to Young Street. So. Not Nicollet Mall. No, not really. I not guess. Nickel Mall. <laughs> Mall if the Super Bowl's in town. Right. So you're not surprised that they got rid of Fletcher? No, I think you kind of everybody kind of thought that uh, Leop, it was time for Leopold to offer the uh, the patrons a scalp. Uh, mm-hmm. It was interesting to me that even last year before the playoffs, first of all, the people thought they were going to beat uh, uh, beat St. Louis, and they thought that team had a chance to do something. This year, you know, because it's the cup last year and everybody was all fired up, I, I could feel it. Uh, I could just feel it around with people. They weren't fired up at all this year. I think Suter getting hurt had a lot to do with that. But, uh, and then, of course, Parisi, too. But 
there was just that we're going to there was a real we're going to get beat sentiment mm-hmm. didn't you yeah. think yes we were on our heels yeah I, and then they got out badly outplayed two games in winnipeg the public so all of a sudden you're going to get you're not going to get a huge not this year they're not their renewal was 98 percent 98 percent this year you're going to get low 90s I would say that you're going to get some attrition this year. I just, I, I, that's what I felt from uh, fandom. And I'm not the, mingling with them a lot, but I just. Uh, what are we in, the 18th year of the club being here? Uh, 18th year, 17th season. There was one season lost completely to the The honeymoon lockout. is not ended. Well, it was ending. It was ending in 2011-12. There were lots of empty seats. There were crowds being announced in 17,000s, and it was much less than that. There were 12,000 people showing up at the end of that season. They were going to get a big hit in uh, season tickets. Uh, they'll admit that they were, uh, you know, they were they were down to in the 14,000s. I think they were going to go less than that. And then he signed Suter and Preci, and mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a gold mine ever since mm-hmm. the last six years. I think there were two non sell. They came back from the lockout in January. They only played a forty eight game season. I think at the start, uh, the, there was like two non sellouts in the first four home games, and there hasn't been a non sellout since uh, in in six years. So five years, mm-hmm. five plus years. So. But I didn't you feel it? I didn't feel you the, know, ex- except for baby Matt Mikulski Jr. I did not feel the fire. Uh, no, what you're, you're saying is you didn't feel anything. Yeah, right. I mean it was. And I don't know if this is an indication of what you're talking about, Pat. But walking around about an hour before the arena, just walking through the crowd, I did not see a single wild shirt jersey, anything, not one. Well, and, I, and I looked. I looked for because I, I wanted to see if anybody was going to show up. Luke Dillon, age seven, Woodbury, Minnesota, <laughs> hit it. He told his dad. He said, "There's no wild fans in Canada." Yeah, he says there's no support. Mm-hmm. He, that's he blamed the victory on the last <laughs> la, the right. defeat on the lack of support Out in Winnipeg because he he said Winnipeg fans were down here and we didn't have any fans up there. And I Wait, think he's right. One. We had one that Ooh. made the uh, no, <laughs> He, he was did not a, wear he, wild garb. He was a neutral observer oh, in the was. press box. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that building does not have the open concourse, huh? Not from what I could see, because you uh, underneath us was the the third level. Which, by the way, tickets were going for four fifty for the third Whoa. level. On, well, the place uh, is small. It's yeah. intimate. Yeah, right? it's, it's like shy of fifteen thousand, I believe. Well, it is over fifteen. But is it just okay. barely fifteen okay. three? Yeah. And they, uh, that's that's one of the big, well, the big reason the NHL didn't want to move a team out of Atlanta, 5.5 million people, and move it to see, uh, Winnipeg, 700,000 people. That that was because of that. But B, it was the size of the arena. But they finally figured out, let's see, we can either sell 15,000 every night in Winnipeg or 7,000 every night in Atlanta. Right. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll go to uh, Winnipeg, so... But uh, it's kind of unfortunate that Nashville and Winnipeg now have to play in the second round. Because they're probably the two best they had, teams well, left, they had, yeah. the, they had the most points, those two mm-hmm. teams. So, but that's the way it works, and I think it's good for rivalries. I don't have any problem with it. The trouble is, I thought that this would really ignite a wild Winnipeg rivalry, but it didn't last long enough to, to do that, right? <laughs> no. 
I mean, it, it was such a mismatch that it didn't There's really... just something wrong with our boys. <laughs> just... Well, apparently owner uh, Leopold uh, agrees with you. Now, uh, he has been contacted. I asked... Uh, I contacted him, asked him to do an interview at 3 o'clock with uh, Suture and me. And he said... No one-on-ones today or one-on-twos, he said, <laughs> in his response. So uh, just what he said at the 1230 little meeting with the media is all he's going to say, I guess. Mm-hmm. Timberwolves uh, did not surprise me with a victory. They surprised me that how well they played. They made shots. Yeah. You know, everybody's trying to figure out, oh, man, what'd they do differently? They made shots! Why don't they do that every day? Yeah, right. Well, if, you know, the other team didn't make their shots and they made theirs. That is the tiebreaker in basketball. I keep bringing that. Keep bringing that up. Goaltending in hockey, uh, pitching in baseball, and uh, making shots in basketball. Those are the things that create upsets. Well, the right. Twins didn't have any of the bullpen, really. Oh, they were terrible. Yeah, they, they, they. Well, that was a bad series. That team stinks. That uh, they they let sweep in three games. At least they got was, to play in such a nice facility. It, well, yeah, but I'm sure after you've been where you've been, after you free froze to death for two weeks, and then you were in San Juan and waiting for the lights to go out, playing 16 innings, you probably thought Tampa was paradise. <laughs> yeah, that's now a- they're in Yankee Stadium, where I looked it up. In this century, mm-hmm. they're 19 and 50. Wow! In the Bronx. Wow. 19 and 50. In the... Go get them, boys. In the 21st century. In this century, since 2000. That'd be the 21st century. That don't count the playoffs. They've won two playoff games there. Or should have been three with the dub with the... Yeah, uh, Phil Cuzzy. We're still mad at Phil. Uh, But they've won two playoff games and they lost eight, nine. I think they're two and nine there in the playoffs. So that'd be 21 and 50. Uh, 21 and uh, 68. No. What what did I say? They were 19 and 50. Yeah. 21 and uh, 59, I think. You have a calculator on your phone. No, hey, I'm doing it in my head. Right. He's quicker than a calculator. 21 and 59. The great Monty Chryzon has uh, passed away. The Reptile King, uh, always a re- always in a. You guys had him on about twice a year, but we, I, Monty I, had reached the status of he told us that's when he was coming. Out. But yeah. uh, I only got to know Monty very well about the last three years mm-hmm. because when Mighty Mac Mikulski was running the scheduling of the show, yes, Monty would show up and he'd be on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when it was turned back to Matthew Mikulski Sr., mm-hmm. Monty would be waiting 10, 12 minutes in the back room <laughs> to get on the most overbooked show in State Fair history. Yes. And Monty and I got to tell each other some tales and, uh, and uh, got to know each other uh, fairly well. And, of course, uh, in uh, Monty's background was his uh, close relationship with many of the Vikings because he owned a, a club or he ran a club out in Burnsville in the uh, late 60s into the 70s. Mm-hmm. The wacky 
Craziness uh, era, <laughs> kind of a and, different era. And uh, he was driving them, ride, driving the motorcycle when the Carl Kasalki accident took place, and Carl ended up uh, paralyzed from the waist down. Monty, they were zipping along at 494 out by Minnetonka, heading to Mankato for the start of uh, spring uh, training camp. And a uh, car pulled out in front of Monty as he was, you know, to, to turn left, I guess, to head into a left lane. And uh, they hit it, and Carl went uh, flying. But, uh, yeah, I was looking up some stuff that's been written on him. I, I got to uh, read this. St. Paul Paper did a piece on Monty in 08, and it referred to his days of owning the club. Mm-hmm. Where is it here now? He was running. He first bought a python when he went to a pet store. He was looking right. for a pet, and they ended up with a a python named Ute. And he was running a club in Burnsville and bought the python in to add some flair to the joint. <laughs> now this is the late sixties. Mm-hmm. This is the Vietnam era. Right. This is the day days when we were reading about a hundred kids getting killed every day. Right. right. Okay. So we weren't worried about chickens, okay? Right, right. Chickens didn't bother us. You can and get a chicken. Yeah, I can get you can chicken. get a chicken. Well, in this club, which I don't believe had any lady, it was a private thing, okay? Oh, yeah, okay. It was People knew about it, but I don't even think they had a sign from what Monty told me. And there was probably a thousand stewardesses living in apartments in Burnsville then, and they there was a uh, $100 fee to be a member, but that was waived for the stewardess. Ah, yeah. So it attracted a large group of young men, including most of the athletes in town, and that's how he got to know all the Vikings, okay? But part of the entertainment was part he decided it. to bring in Ute, the python, and put him in a big black case. And then we'd throw a chicken in there with Ute, and we'd wager as to how long it would be before Ute ate lunch. Uh, <laughs> so that was a, it was a different era. Yes. Okay, it was a different era. So, uh, and then Burnsville caught, <laughs> caught uh, wind of this, and they made him switch to a dead chicken. Ah, oh, uh, that's not as bad as he so, thought, I guess. So for the illegal gambling that was taking place, Okay, you can still have the Kidding. illegal gambling, but you need a dead. You just cooking. need to throw a golden plump chicken <laughs> yeah. up there. Could you Frozen. kill the chicken in front of the snake? Or did the chicken have to enter the building? I, I, think, I think the chicken had to be deceased okay. upon arrival. Okay, but yeah. originally we'd toss a chicken in. Now, Peter, that you'd never get away with right. it now. But no. as I say, 1968, Vietnam, we had other issues. Right. Okay, right. except chickens. <laughs> What a sea change career he made to go completely reptilian. Yes, he did. Well, I think... Uh, and then pass himself off as an expert. Now, <laughs> what, you guys spend a lot of time in church. What's what's the standing with the church when you spend that much time with snakes and reptiles? Are you guaranteed a place, you know, down yeah, there? Serpents or? don't come up that much. They don't? No. Kenny, of all of, the, of my, my favorite moment... With Monty was the last time I saw him. We had him at the State Fair Spectacular since there's nothing else to do anymore with the State Fair Spectacular. So he brings out an alligator. We got 
50 25 people there. He brings out an alligator. There's 150 people there immediately, including all these little kids. And it's not a very big alligator, and it's got his mouth taped, you know? Right. And these little kids, three and four years old, they're rubbing the nose. They're all up there. They were up there. Rubbing the snout of the alligator right there at the reach it up in front of that little stage there. And somebody took a picture, and Judd and I are both like 25 feet back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like 20 feet back, and Judd's 10 feet behind me. There was one time. And these little kids are You know, he lived with an alligator. <laughs> yeah. I was, with an alligator. I was out back. Uh, the traffic daddy was out back with his ladies, and uh, we were, you know, just passing the time of day, exchanging phone mm-hmm. numbers, etc. And about six of the biggest guys I had ever seen came carrying the biggest, longest alligator <laughs> yeah. I had ever seen. And I yeah. immediately threw three of these ladies in front of me. I, I cowered behind Georgie the Costanza. Yeah, just yeah. I, I can't believe the size of that thing. That yeah. how's it even legal to own one of them? It's like, like well, a killing, the killing machine. Monty had all the permits and yeah. UN licenses, and plus he was very proud of the longevity they had because mm-hmm. people told him they would not live in captivity, although. You know, if one of them passed away, who the hell was going to say that was right. a, you know, that, uh, that's the not the one, one. you the yellow one? Yeah. He had the yellow, that, that yellow python's the one that creeped me out. That was 19 feet long. That was the wrong Blondie. color. That's yeah, the wrong that's color. Right. That's the one that almost cost John Hyde a guitar. <laughs> yeah. None of those, none of those are, they're, they're all the service of the devil. They're all, uh, but didn't he also have a secret club uh, right out there at the state fair? Oh, Monty's a lizard lounge in the back. Because yeah. I seem to remember you guys trying to coax me over to Monty's, uh, Monty's you, secret you club. You get a toddy in the back. I think so. And yeah. I'm thinking there's no way in hell I'm going to go over to a club that's crawling with snakes and gators. Mm-hmm. And- the, the beauty of it is Monty uh, never stocked anything. It was always everybody else. Brought All the, the other guys okay, brought sorry. the stuff over. And uh, you walked into the first day and it was stocked fully. Mm-hmm. And you walked into the last day and wasn't much left. Was, <laughs> you know, Kenny, my favorite was, part of that too was, you know, I we would go up, you know, a bunch of us from the station when we were that's done. That's all a ledge, by the way. I'm sure the yeah. fair yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, sure, right, like right, lemonade, right. some cranberry juice, some water. This is all the gospel right. truth. Right. The right. fair is already hustling, trying to get them to keep the snake show going. A bunch of us walked up to Rookie's booth the last couple of years. You know, three or four of us. He's always not there. I look at the wife. Where's Rookie? Monty's. <laughs> I need to go get some fives. I need to go get some fives as for money. As an investor in waxed hands, I'd be very upset. That no, the, as don't. an investor, I'm proposing that you unite with the what's left of the uh, reptile show. show and have uh, wax hands and the snake tail come together. Dipped snake tails. And, you know, hey, you want a snake tail and a wax? Here we go. Did kid. you have to go get fives or fifths? <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Sports yeah. Talk will return shortly. But now, thanks to our great friends in uh, Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal, and your money now. Well, stocks bounced around quite a bit today. The major indexes were mostly lower at the close, but the indexes weren't too far off the opening numbers. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 14 points, closing at 24,448. The Nasdaq Composite lost 17 points. The S&P 500 gained less than one point.
Sears Holdings Chief Executive Ed Lampert is offering to buy the Kenmore Appliance brand and some other Sears units after the struggling company was unable to find other buyers for those assets. Mr. Lampert has offered to buy the units through his hedge fund, which owns a controlling stake in Sears. The Denver urban design and landscape architecture firm Civitas has received city council approval to move forward with the design of implementation plans and construction for the Lake Effect project to revitalize the Lake Minnetonka waterfront for the city of Wyzetta. The project is entitled or intended rather to create a more beautiful area for residents' everyday use. It will, for the first time in a hundred years, allow residents to walk the length of the downtown shoreline. I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, thank you very much, Bruce. We're going to let you go check traffic here. This one's sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. And let's go up to 694 where uh, you'll find eastbound off the throttle from 100 over the river and uh, almost over the uh, to Highway 65. Let's call it University. The other direction, westbound 694, dealing with a wreck in the right shoulder after Central. That's why you're going to see slow stuff uh, as you pass Silver Lake Road. Did I just say passed? I think I did. I think you're good, though. I was in Douglas County all weekend. What do you expect? Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Here's John Height. They were playing this song as the snake went after the chicken's body. <laughs> it's sunny and we're up to 69 degrees now in the Twin Cities. Chuck Fletcher out as GM and Executive Vice President of the Wild. Contract won't be renewed. Johnny, you're a big hockey guy. What do you think? Are you on this, on this for this or against it? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm for it. Needed to make some changes. All right, good. I'm gonna, here, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. There. Brent Flair. Okay, Judd. <laughs> Brent Flair, Senior Vice President of Hockey Operations, will serve as acting GM while the team looks for a replacement. Brent's, uh, Brent's better be looking for a job, too, though. When you, when, you re, when you change the GM, you change the assistant GM. Apparently the guy from Nashville, the number two guy in Nashville. Wolves-Rockets again tonight from the Target Center. Wolves won Saturday. Rockets have a 2-1 to one lead in the best-of-seven series. That place was raucous Saturday mm-hmm. night just watching on TV. I didn't. I wasn't there, but, man, it was loud. And it was fun. Yeah. The Twins move on to New York now after getting swept by the Tampa Bay Rays. They'll kick off a four-game series this evening. Tonight, Jake Odorizzi pitches for the Twins. Masahiro Tanaka goes for Johnny, as a Yankee fan, you'll uh, be pleased to know that we'll be talking to Susan Waldman at oh, 5.03 cool. today to uh, give us our Yankee preview. Fun. I'll listen to that. She's uh, She has the... The difficult task of being John Sterling's partner for every game. So. That seems to get worse every year, too. <laughs> he gets crazier. Uh-huh. News notes from today. A man who entered a nearby home after fleeing from police surrendered after a standoff that lasted several hours last night in Roseville. The police chief there, Rick Mathwig, said officers responded to a report of domestic assault at the Lexington Apartments around 5.30 last night. The suspect fled before police got there, but Mathwick said he returned about 45 minutes later. Police determined the man was allegedly wanted for a previous felony domestic assault. Mathwick said he again fled the apartment building and entered a nearby home on Judith Avenue through an open garage door. Residents of the home were in the house at the time, but Mathwick said they barricaded a door to prevent the suspect from getting to the main level. They then exited the house. Mathwick said a SWAT unit was called to the scene in an effort to get the suspect to come out. He did come out about 10.30 last night. 
Mathwig said he did not have a weapon. Nobody was injured in the incident. On that story from Toronto, a white van killed at least two people, although there are reports We're up to nine, John. Yeah, I haven't seen that officially, though. I keep seeing uh, several reports uh, of nine people, possibly, as fatalities. At least seven injured when the driver plowed through a busy Toronto sidewalk on this afternoon around 1.30 local time. Driver of the van was arrested after a standoff with police were on video from a witness. He appeared to point a gun, eventually went to the ground, and was handcuffed by police. It happened just around 1.30 local time as large crowds of office workers were on lunch breaks. At least one witness described the driver as appearing to deliberately target victims on his roughly mile-long rampage. The driver, uh, as I said, in custody. Young Street is a hugely uh, popular place, uh, especially at lunchtime. On a, I don't know, was it a decent, must be a decent day up there if everybody's out walking around. It was beautiful looking oh, from, okay. the, uh, from the uh, film that I saw or the tape <laughs> I saw. Uh, from the world of medicine... A U.S. veteran has lost, uh, who lost his swimsuit area, let's say, from a blast. Everything? Everything. How did he go? From a blast in Afghanistan. Well, that's the first question. Why why are you laughing? How do do you go when you lose it? I I don't know. Carefully. I'm not sure. I would imagine they hit you up with something. He has received the world's most extensive ever penis transplant. Really? You want to get that, Chris? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I thought I shut my That's phone That's what off. happens when he has to go. That's one of your brothers uh, texting you with the answer, right? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so he got a new uh, yeah, deal and a he, couple of guys to go with it. He got even more than that. Hang on. Doctors oh. said today he's recovering well. He should leave the hospital this week. Uh, saying they wanted to address an unspoken injury of war, John Hopkins University surgeons rebuilt the man's entire pelvic region, transplanting a penis, scrotum, and part of the abdominal wall oh, from a deceased donor. I got a question. Yes, sir. Huh. Where do you get the unit? Well, he just, he said, just said donor. donor. Oh, donor. Oh, I get you. You, you, don't go, you don't go to the swimsuit area store and browse <laughs> right. through a catalog. You're not going to check models <laughs> out. This does open up possibilities. Hey, I want the Wilt that's still Chamberlain model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Can you order? Is it, is it like, is it top shelf or is it like, give me that kickstand over there? I would, I used, would, slightly used. I would guess the next guy who gets killed in an accident who's uh, young and vibrant is probably who you end up getting. You know, yeah, we got the spring models for 2018 right over here. You know, <laughs> you, beggars can't be choosy. Right. You know. The operation the took. The old, uh, what did your wife decide? <laughs> Nine thousand dollars worth of granite. <laughs> you got some countertops. <laughs> the uh, operation took fourteen hours. Well, how's the joke go? I let, so I let the wife decide. We have new countertops. Is yeah. something like yeah. that? Almost either nine thousand dollars for this complete reconstruction or the new countertop. <laughs> yeah. How do you countertop. how do you like the new granite, Joe? <laughs> the operation took fourteen hours. The patient that wants to remain anonymous expected to recover. Uh, urinary and eventually sexual function. Uh, now, the transplant did not include testicles because, uh, meaning no reproduction will be possible. The doctor said, we just felt there were too many unanswered ethical questions. Well, can you, get, you put some dummies in its place, maybe? Some plastic? Sure, that costs some, extra, okay? Just, just for balance. <laughs> sure, I would think so, Kenny. Some nautical nudicles. Remember right. those yeah. Things? Right, yeah, yeah, the dogs. Uh, there have been three other successful penis transplants that have been reported. Two in South Africa, one in Massachusetts. How many unsuccessful? 
Like, oh, we're sorry. <laughs> you know, there's 72 of those. Well, this is fantastic news, and this needs to become commonplace. Uh, am I correct, John? This must. This injury must happen <laughs> a lot. Like, but is it like like <laughs> like this hair? Poor guy must have stepped on a mine or yeah, something. Yeah, well, exactly. I'm sure that's exactly. But is it like happened. hair where you can get like extensions? No, man, it's not. It's not like that. <laughs> or are the extenders, please? <laughs> He's amusing himself, isn't he? Really? I think so. Jeez, it feels like it's 40 degrees in here. Wouldn't you agree? No, it's 85. Good luck to the fella. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, good luck to everybody. Yeah. I mean, this has got to give all, a lot of people hope, is, actually. Let's let it happen. I had a conversation out in the hallway with a fella wondering, should I take this story in? It's a good story, but... Who knows where it's going to lead? No, 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 John, right. stop acting That's, innocent. You know exactly no, what's going to happen. You can ask the fella. He was standing out here talking to me. So, A very odd story from Chicago over the weekend. An elderly woman was found pushing a shopping cart with a dead body in it Saturday night in the Chatham neighborhood on the south side. Taking in, her friend for a walk? Anybody she knew? Officers responded to a, a well-being check at 7.53 p.m. and found the woman with the body of a female whose identity and age are unknown. Uh, the woman was taken to hospital uh, to a hospital to get checked out. The woman pushing the cart. Uh, police originally reported that the deceased was a male, but uh, now say it was a female. Uh, no further information was immediately available as police were conducting a death investigation. You know, John, it's a wide, wide world, and there's a lot of odd stuff that happens out there. there. That's very true, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing because we got to fill time here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Joel. Earlier, you were asking the name of the the, the new royal. Uh, it's Joe, isn't it? No. Oh. Is it Kenny? Nope. Palace. 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 Oh, it's no. not either Palace. I just not. saw it online. Oh, boy. I don't think I'm believing that. No, I don't believe that. It's a boy. Palais. No, they don't. They usually Palais. don't go goofy. They're not going to go fog hornable on a king. No, they got George. They got, I don't think it's Palace. I saw it. It was on Twitter. It can't be wrong. <laughs> uh, Sears already is Prince closed. William's wife, Kate, gives birth to son. Palace. At the palace. Well, that means that's what the palace made the announcement, you idiot. What is wrong with you? Damn it. That's it. All right. All right. Call Brad Lane in here. We want a two day suspension. You want a two day suspension. You're off the show. Two day unpaid suspension. Go to the Broughton. Go to the prod studio right now. Oh was that God. real, Chris? You really weren't kidding? Well, the way it was phrased in this, hey, in this hey, breaking hey, news. Oh, there's got to be a lot more money. What oh, no. Whatever Manny is doing right now, send him in in your replacement. That was a good run, too. I got a hundred. There's, a, there's an ace. I got an yeah, ace. Let me hang oh, on to it for you. Oh, God. I had made it to April 23rd. Read that too. again, Chris. Read that headline again. No, because so you guys are just going to rip me. No, we wouldn't do that. Well, you were so insistent in the Well, the way it was right. worded. Uh, breaking no, well, Prince Was Williams. there a comma in there you might have missed? Well, there was a semicolon. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, God. Hey, you know okay. what? You know who needs the brain scan? You know what? Harmon Killebrew struck out once in a while, too. <laughs> you know, no, you know who not, needs no, the... You don't get you know to. Yeah, he needs, hit home runs, no. though, every you once in a while. You needs the brain scan, Ooh. considering the options she could have had. Uh, Mrs. Reeves <laughs> needs the brain scan. Uh, we want her that's, to have a brain scan. Uh, that's a good let's, point. Let's just see what the hell yeah. happened. What was wrong with her? What happened there? Yeah. What are you, Mr. Ed or something? What's going on? <laughs>
Let's get her her own scan box. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. All right. Let's, uh, uh, so it's not, it's not Palace. No, it's that's not, not the, the name. name of the kid. Is that's where the announcement palace, was made yeah. by the yeah. Palace. No, yeah. Palace released an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> You're off, you're off the air. You get oh, off that the was air. Beautiful. I thought you were kidding at first. No, oh, I wish I was. Uh, we're yeah. closing another Sears, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. never mind. We'll get to that later. Point. Is it in Palace? <laughs> All right, Johnny, I just contacted our guy Lineman in Toronto. Apparently, yes. this is not the young street of which, which I'm familiar. It is the same street, but it's this. The young street I was talking about was fairly near downtown. This was uh, this is uh, well out in the uh, sticks uh, where this occurred. Got place it. called the Finch area, I guess. Okay, got it. Uh, as I uh, <coughs> started to say, let me do this story before we get to the other stuff. There's another Sears closing in the Twin Cities. Yes, so no. The one at Maplewood Mall. Really? It's now closing all How many does that leave? Is they the Mall of America still open? Can't leave many, right? Got to leave about Ridgedale's four. got one, I believe. I I, I got a code at Ridgedale. Same Paul's got Ridge, one. I got I got the code at Ridgedale. Uh, Sears, they giving them away for goodness sake. The, goodness good sake. catch. Careful. Good catch. Yeah, yeah, boy. I, yeah, right. I finish your sentence for you. <laughs> goodness <laughs> sakes. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol has fined a woman five hundred dollars for not declaring she was bringing a. Free Apple into the United that States. That is the goofiest thing I've ever seen. She got on her Delta Airlines flight from Paris. Crystal Tadlock said that flight attendants passed out apples, and she put hers in a carry-on to save for her flight from Minneapolis to Denver. Mm. Her bag was randomly searched by customs. Uh, Tadlock said the agent asked her if her trip to France was expensive. When she said yes, he told her it was about to get more expensive and charged her five hundred dollars. What should've a word I can't say. She should have punched the guy what right a word in the I face. Can't say. Right. <laughs> Delta says she should have gotten her five hundred dollars worth and hit him. <laughs> uh, Delta says it recommends all passengers comply with customs regulations. Customs declaration forms ask passengers if they bring any fruits or vegetables into the. Country. Imagine my dismay while waiting for a plane at some undisclosed location when I saw a customs guy and a dog walking around sniffing all the baggage. Imagine my dismay. Oh. <laughs> Imagine my glee when the dog passed by me and sat down at the person next to me. That person opened up his luggage, and inside was an orange. Imagine my imagine my relief, if you will. Did you have a lot of oranges with you? Well, I didn't have any fruit. Yeah. So the the dog was a vegetarian. <laughs> Definitely not a hippie dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> a dad in Vietnam. I don't like dogs sniffing around. No, we, no. We had that in Fort Myers the other uh, when I was leaving there. And the line was hugely long, but they had a dog sniffing everybody, and then you could walk through. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. You, don't either. If you go to the state fair on law enforcement day, you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> a dad in Vietnam helped his young son remove a loose tooth using an unusual piece of equipment, a crossbow. A video filmed this month <laughs> in, in Lao Cai shows the father... Ow. Helping the young boy tie his loose tooth to the string of the crossbow. The dad then allows... Cheap, cheap SOB. <laughs> dad then allows the boy to pull the trigger himself, causing the string to snap forward and pull the tooth out of the You better mouth. tie that knot tight, though. Yeah. On a, little, on a young kid's tooth? Oof. Yeah. Take his whole head off. Mm -hmm. The uh, father wrote, this is how my son pulled his own 
tooth. Mm-hmm. It made it all the way around the world. Huh? That did. That story made it. Have you ever? I, I've never tried to tie a string around a tooth. How's that work? How do you like do that? Like tying a yellow ribbon around an old old tree. <laughs> I don't know. I go to the dentist. I go to a dentist. Yeah. 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 Uh, Greyhound says it's looking into how a bus meant to take passengers from Cleveland to New York ended up in Toledo, Ohio. (laughs) I like this story. I saw this one. WEWS television reported the bus left Cleveland several hours late on Thursday. It was headed east through Pennsylvania when it started experiencing problems. Company says the driver was instructed to head back to Cleveland and get a new bus, but instead drove about two hours past it to Toledo. The driver then turned around and went back to Cleveland. Passenger Morgan Staley said they spent about seven hours basically driving in a circle. (laughs) Company says the passengers interested in a refund can contact customer service. You know, yesterday I was, uh, I went to a movie and then I stopped at the takeout place or a place and I'm not going to mention it, nor am I going to mention the company that would, uh, having people picking up food to take it to places. Okay. Uh But these going by the let let's just say this. I would have been the smallest person working for that company. And I think when they're picking up your food, they're stealing a few of your French fries. That's what I think. Sneaking <laughs> <laughs> no, in just to check the uh, authenticity yeah, there's, of the there's, order. Uh, there's some big uh, big folks there uh working for that outfit. Washington State Department of Transportation (laughs) said it was a training year that's to blame for what they're calling an inappropriate message on an electronic highway sign. What did it say? Ruslan Kozlov posted a photo of Facebook showing an electronic (laughs) highway sign over southbound Interstate 5 about one mile before the exit to Jovito with a message that read simply, You suck with the letter U. Kozlov said the message appeared at about 1.37 in the afternoon. Uh, the uh, Wisconsin, or Washington, excuse me, Department of Transportation acknowledged the incident in a statement saying, this was an inappropriate message, and we apologize if anyone was offended. If anyone was offended. This was That's due a to, non-apology yes, apology. This was due to a training error and clearly a mistake. We're taking <laughs> steps to make sure it doesn't happen again. Hell. Can he stop staring at me? Can he keep shaking his head at me? I, I'm getting a Hell, here. Twins fans, my favorite ever one of those messages. The old fanogram at Hell? Met, Mel at Met Stadium, mm-hmm. you know, one letter at a time. Boom, 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 boom. And the first message of the year was going to be, Hello, Twins fans, <laughs> with an exclamation mm-hmm. point that said, Hell, Twins fans. Like the first one, a very complex message. The guy couldn't quite figure. I mean that that uh, that supercomputer from uh, Dunk. yeah Dunk. Right. 3M. Or- yeah, Kenny. How about this one? A postal worker who prosecutors say hoarded away more than seventeen thousand pieces of undelivered mail in New York City. Newman told investigators he was just overwhelmed by the amount of mail he had to deliver. Germash Alexi was charged in Brooklyn with delaying or detaining mail. Federal officials say they arrested the 16-year-old employee after getting a tip. 10,000 pieces of mail were in his car, 6,000 pieces in his apartment, and 1,000 in his work locker. That one all right, Kenny? Speaking of postal workers, where's Ingy? We haven't seen her. We haven't heard her. Hey, hey, hey. Let's leave well enough alone here. Where's Ingy? Don't wake the sleeping baby. I miss miss Ingy. (laughs) Hey, what happens Pat. if the guy steals your mail and then you you're charged interest because you fail to pay a loan on time? Yeah, what if there was a check in the mail? <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. I get checks in the mail. Yeah. Well, what what then? 
Then you're not getting. Do I look no. like a lawyer, Kenny? Well, you Angie, why don't you call this. during the ride and set them all straight? Okay? <laughs> yeah. Harley Davidson is offering free motorcycles for people who join its summer internship program. Wow! Eight college students or recent graduates will <laughs> will have the enviable task of being paid to ride a Harley and share their adventures on social media, and they get to keep the bikes at the end of the twelve week internship. The Milwaukee-based motorcycle maker says it'll teach the interns how to ride, compensate them for their work and travels, let them keep the bikes. Harley says it's looking for those that have the ability to create content on the fly, are creative, and have the talent to John, do they have any Hondas? (laughs) I'd like a Goldwing. I don't think I want to go Honda Goldwing. That's a hell of a summer job. You're not a Harley guy, Kenny? No. Of course okay. not. Okay. <laughs> what was that old joke you used to tell about how you find a lost Harley or this involved oil leaks or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that? Just follow, just follow the oil leaks. They don't uh, leak oil anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Potato, okay. potato, potato. Right. Well, Kenny. Uh, yeah, go ahead. You're one them. of those types that would take a quart of oil around and you see a Harley parked in front of a bowling alley and you'd dump it on the ground underneath it. <laughs> just, just, just for. Like me with dead birds in the in the, uh, the, the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. All right, that'll be good.